Ladies and gentlemen, we are now back with the Nashville Tour Stop Podcast. My name is Aaron, and uh, the other Aaron is missing this week. She's been out and doing things, and she's on the radio right now, actually. But we've got two of my old pals, guests of the show today. Welcome to the show, Joe Bart and Josh Beal. Hey, what up, baby? I almost called you Joe Beal and hey, Josh JB, Bart. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, guys, welcome to the show. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having Thanks, us, man. man. How is life? Because we met years and years and years ago. How's life these days? Pretty good. Uh, really freaking awesome. <laughs> yeah, and really busy. It yeah. is yes. really busy. We'll get into all of that, but let's start right here. Cheers, gentlemen. Cheers, we've got, boy. We've got a classic American bush light right in front of us. Hell nothing. Yeah. Uh, nothing. I'd rather be doing right now. Same. Drinking I heard a guy wrote a song the other day called "She's Got a Big Bush," and I was like. Are you are you fucking with me? He goes, no, it's about a bush tall boy. That is great. That's phenomenal. <laughs> and I wish I thought of that. And I'm not even a songwriter. Josh, that's low you. hanging fruit. <laughs> that is clever. Almost kind of literally low hanging fruit. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going there. So I'm gonna. I start every episode by trying to remember how we meet our guests. Joe, do you remember how you and I met originally? No. I think one of the first <laughs> times you and I had a real conversation was when we played together in Tyler Banks' band. Halloween or Christmas or something like something that, like maybe that. 2000, late 18, early 19. I think you're right. We, we played a gig over at Live Oak. Yes, we did. I remember rehearsing in uh, your old... In my house. Your, is your, your house. I still, I still, still live there. Home? You're still having <laughs> Yeah. And we, uh, we did that and those dogs kept running in. Yes. Were those, uh, were those Sarah Jones dogs? Or was that somebody else's animal? I think Sarah Jones might either might have been watching a dog okay. or Priscilla still lived there. Gotcha. And those were her two dogs. Yeah, because <laughs> or does Priscilla have like German Shepherds? No, okay. So then that's Tim. My new, he gotcha. replaced Priscilla in our house, and so Tim's German Shepherd. Okay. But yeah, I think that's when you and I actually like got to know each other. I think so. Because like we'd see each other at everything, and we'd like they'd give the head nod, but... I think that's when we first. I love like, that. I love out. the head nod. You see someone who you kind of know, and you're like, "What's up?" Mm-hmm. But uh, "What's up?" is a rhetorical question anymore. So I don't actually want to know what's up. That's Sarah Jones' motto. So, Josh, what's up? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> you don't really want to know anything going on with me. Right? Yeah, how'd y'all meet? <laughs> uh, I don't actually remember that story. It was probably somehow through tour stop and booking uh, the old duo. I, I'm sure that it had something to do with tour stop. I remember early on writing with you years and years ago. I remember that. And I remember seeing you play at some little restaurant in Nolensville. The 404? Maybe. I don't know something the name like that. of it. Is that it, a hotel? I think it was like a pizza and beer place or something. God, I don't remember. The 404 was, uh, I guess, still is a dive bar kind of down like almost in Nolensville, Tennessee, if it's not actually proper but yeah it's south nolensville pike i don't think I've no ever been there. i know exactly what you're talking about it's brothers burgers yeah it's brothers that burgers. seems right okay yeah, yeah yeah god i remember that because was i i was playing solo back then wasn't yep. i yep yeah that was one of my first solo gigs after my band broke up back oh. in 2019 the dirt road degenerates drd man wow the those <laughs> i remember those it's crazy thinking about how long ago that was and also how it was only three years ago that was only three years ago? It was ago? only three years ago. It feels like such a long time. I think Nashville is in dog years. So that was 21 years ago in Nashville. Yeah. Yeah. And so that means you and I have known each other for just, just over 20 years. Yeah. We've all been friends for 
two decades now. Yeah, that's, I, I feel it. I feel like that's also how long it's been since you and I have seen each other, Joe, because... So busy. We were just talking before we uh, hit record was the uh, Belcourt Taps last call show, and that was the 14-hour concert with 60 performers. Josh was on that one. Yeah. Joe, you were present. I was watching my friends. Yeah. I think I watched Josh. Sarah, did Sarah play? No, Sarah did not play. I think I had Sarah on one of the previous weeks. Yeah. God. I, I don't even remember who else played. I just knew everyone. I knew everyone each hour, so I was like, screw it. I'm hanging out. It was... The craziest day because I started drinking before noon and I went home at 4.45 a.m. Dang, boy. In the morning. I was, I was at Belcourt Taps for like almost 20 full hours. It was, it was awful and yeah. amazing. Am I allowed to curse on this? What? Am I allowed to curse? Oh, yeah. Okay. Cool. Goddamn right. Ask Josh. I, <laughs> <laughs> see, I was censoring this to be a good boy, but like just out. I, I just, we used I, to have it be clean and then I was just like, fuck it. I was actually wondering that, so for I'm me, glad you're you asked. Cl- it wasn't safe. even he, Josh never curses, but so in the old days it was a clean podcast, but I still cursed freely, and I had to edit all the episodes myself, and I went in and censor beeped everything, and I put in like 32 censor beeps once, and I was like, ah shit, I'm not gonna do this anymore. Can you put censor beeps over me? I can. That'd be really funny. Can you unnecessarily censor him? Just like <laughs> random words. Yeah, Josh has the biggest beep. yawn. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. We did it. <laughs> Can confirm. Can confirm. So you watch uh, Letter Kenny. I love Letter Kenny. Letter Kenny. I've never seen it. You've never seen it. I've never, I've Can confirm is a quote from Letter Kenny. Oh, actually, that's not where I. I've just said it. Really? Yeah. yeah. I Damn. Just said it. I mean, it's a Canadian sitcom. It's really super dry, but that's one of the things the main character says. Okay. And you actually are very similar, just country guys. Canadian looking. <laughs> <laughs> you, got the, you got the mullet going. Hey, he's from yeah. Wisconsin, so that's almost Canada. We're going to Canada in like a we week. We are going to Canada, Canada in a week and a half, yeah. You going on tour to Canada? We have a or are you sh- just we're going to some hang? festival. We're playing cool. I was going to say, you're not just going to Manitoba. I mean... I think well, that's a place in Canada. It is, it is a place. It's... Winnipeg is the biggest city in Manitoba. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this just in on uh, world geography with Joe Bart. <laughs> oh, bring me to trivia, baby. I got world geography. Dude, I took a geography class when I was in community college. And on the first day, the teacher put like a world map up on the screen. And he was calling people up to the front. And he's like, okay, so uh, I'm going to call your names one at a time. And I'm going to make you identify a country. And everyone was just terrible at it and then he calls me up and he goes aaron i need you to identify russia and i was like <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like jokes on you bitch russia doesn't exist anymore but he he was like uh i'm i'm i regret to inform you that it is a real country and i was like i was quoting the office man i know it's, <laughs> it's the biggest fucking place on earth <laughs> i can't miss that and then you got an a yeah, so you guys are going on tour. Let's let's just get into that. Yeah. You uh, you are Priscilla Block's uh, rhythm section. That is yes, correct. I am the drummer, hit, hit country artist, budding. I don't even want to say she's like an up and coming. She's no, she came. Let's go. Oh, I didn't even mean to make it like that. She's here, baby. She did it. I watched you, Joe, play at uh, CMA Fest over at the Nissan Stadium. It was fun. So did Josh. 
I, <laughs> I, I sat in the stands and watched. So yeah. was there any reason they didn't do the full band? I think it was just that auxiliary stage was they, you know, it was going to be a three piece. How big was that stage? This room. Pretty small. This room, yeah. Ten by ten, something like that. Just ten by ten, but because yeah. Yeah, pretty small. <laughs> yeah. Did you play? You just played the con. I played the con. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Now, uh, how many people are in the touring band? Five, total. Yeah, five. Okay, gotcha. And so that would that would be you two, Sarah Jones on. Uh, does she do lead she's guitar, like rhythm utility, guitar, utility player? Okay, yeah. and then backing vocals. Cool. She's been she's been pulling out multiple guitars and mandolin, uh, mandolin keyboard. and oh, keyboard. Yeah. So she does it all. You guys, are you a, are you a bus band? Like you 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 tour in the bus or we're in a you van. all just like we're in, a bus van band bus we're, band we're, band we're, in the van we're, we're in the we're church a van band in a church van you're, you're, baby. Not, you're not just hopping into a, a four door sedan not anymore we I've have been there we have hop mm. into a Camry and drive up to a gig that pays eighty bucks mm-hmm. yeah we did that Rome Georgia not I, Rome Georgia sorry not Rome where is UGA what city is UGA Athens Athens, Athens Georgia yeah. there you go yeah so. You you're on tour with Priscilla. That's awesome. But you have known Priscilla for ages. You're not just hired guns. No, she's the reason why I moved to Nashville. She was just like, you just move here. And that's I was like, okay. I'll that's be your one drummer. of the reasons I love Nashville is how fiercely loyal people are to their friends. Mm. People are just like, shit. I'm getting record deal. Guess who else is coming with me, baby? You, know, <laughs> you guys. We're fortunate, man. Yeah. We're fortunate. She trusts us, and we're we're good enough. <laughs> and I think something that you guys have that's unique over a lot of other bands that are performing is you guys are actually friends. Mm-hmm. You oh, got, yeah. You, you do, you're not just people in the band who are working. You, you're having a fun-ass time on, on, on the road. Like, I've watched your Instagram lives from the hotel room. <laughs> when I get drunk after a show and I'm hungry, I'll go on Instagram live. <laughs> <laughs> Josh is my roommate in hotels, too. So, really? Yeah. We both snore my really God. loud. Yeah, so. we're put together because we're the snorers of the band. Yeah. Well, I'm a good bandmate for when there's people snoring because I can't fucking hear anything. Uh, I take my true. ears out and it's fucking quiet, man. That is true. <laughs> that's why I'm a good traveler. I can hop on an airplane. Crying baby is not my problem. Dude, I can <laughs> fall asleep anywhere, too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not deaf, but I can fall asleep anywhere. Yeah, it's like, can you shut that thing up? <laughs> it's like, however, how, however you have to do it. Make it quiet. So, uh, you're on the road, gigging all the time. Yeah, man. Every weekend. This is like this is our first free weekend in a long time. Because I know yeah. we scheduled this probably three yeah, months ago. We've been trying to schedule this, but like this was the only free weekend we had on the books. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think in like April's when you asked or March, something like that. Yeah, it's been it's been four months, five months. I remember the group text, and and you mentioned July, Joe, and I was like, wait, that why that far out? Oh wait, oh, look wait. at the calendar. <laughs> yeah, look, man. <laughs> we just had Lauren Weintraub on the show uh, last week. She's my favorite. She's person. incredible. She's so cool, and it was this exact same way because she's busy doing rights and playing shows and stuff. And like, when are you available? She's like, uh, how how does like mid late July look? <laughs> I'm like, great, I have a hundred percent availability that far out. So you're taking the weekend off. What is uh, or the week, the whole week? Yeah, we got back Sunday, like late. No, early Sunday, early Monday morning, right? We got back at like yeah. 5 a.m. We were in, uh, where were we? Gosh. Where were we? Is there someone who's just in charge of driving? That's their only job? It goes back and forth it between switches. a couple. Okay. Um, uh, but 
Where, God, where, where were, were we? we? <laughs> this is the best part of finding people who are on the road full Wait. time. You're like, oh, this city starts to look the Wait, same. Wait, let me guess. Michigan. Give me a clue. Damn it. Sorry. The disrespect. Sorry. The disrespect. I, I, it was on the tip of my tongue. I couldn't stop myself. Uh, we were in Michigan playing Faster Horses. Yes, Sweet. that's correct. So uh, what size rooms are you guys playing? Mm, it depends. The last half, so we did a like a five, six-week run of... Uh, like every weekend, three shows a weekend. Yeah, three, three, sometimes four shows a week, and it would be anywhere from like small, two fifty, like Eddie's Attic. Yeah, Eddie's Eddie's Attic was even smaller small than that. It was like um, that was the smallest we played, but we also yeah. like hit up Coyote Jacks in North Carolina. Gotcha. That was like thousand something people. Almost Coyote Joe's, bro. Oh, Coyote Joe's. It's not your Jack. name. Yo, my bad. Hey, <laughs> come on. I messed up. What's Coyote Jacks? I don't know. Coyote Jacks <laughs> is the old bar at FAU where oh. I went to college. <laughs> so, and, and I ask because I know a lot of the people are, that are listening try to find out like, okay, so if I get a deal and I'm like on the road, what is normal? So anywhere up to like a thousand is a pretty, pretty standard night. Any, well, see, this anywhere is her, in that hundred-ish to a thousand-ish This is window. her headlining. Okay, cool. It's, yeah. We're not opening for anyone. It was her headlining. So we're like, oh, no way. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. That's so even better. So we you're, had, you're the big, big guys on the block. Lauren, Lauren uh, opened for us in Knoxville. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Wow. That was my so, first time meeting her. What, what is happening on the road that's not performing? What, what is life on the road like? Because there's people like myself who've never done long road stints, and we don't know what it's like to just – it's glamorized. People are like, oh, I'm going to go on the road. I want to I tour. But they don't understand. Like there's probably shit that happens that – there's, I mean, everyone tolerates me. Mm-hmm. I just, I mess around too much in the van. And <laughs> I'm like the annoying brother that everyone's just like, all right, Joe, you need to stop. And Joss can attest. I I hear it a lot. <laughs> I mean, we have fun. Oh, we uh, have so much There's fun. a lot of long trips. I'm, I'm looking forward to the day someday when we have a bus and we can get in the bus, go to sleep after a gig, wake up in the next town. But I can't for, wait for that. For now, it's like... You get in, like you might get to stay in a hotel after a gig. Yeah, you might just drive there. You're trying to sleep. There's not a lot of room in the van. Um, it's and the team's hot. growing, so we have less rows yeah. to sleep in. It's real hot and sweaty. <laughs> um, we might get to stop somewhere and go to a gym. Oh yeah, no, um, we we go to the gym often. Yeah. We actually, like, all work out together. Well, we all go to the gym and do our own workouts, but, like, we <laughs> all go to... <laughs> That'd be hysterical if you're like, let's go Let's go on a jog together and just, like, hold hands around the track. <laughs> well, like, Priscilla and I will go on a walk, and then, like, there's one in North Dakota. We would, like, run up the bleachers, and we were doing, like... That's cool. We were doing bleachers. Mm-hmm. Dude, my ladiums is what I grew up calling those bleacher runs. I don't know why, because you'd go one stair down, two stairs down, mm-hmm. three stairs down, and... Uh, I hated my life, so I quit that shit. <laughs> what did you? What sport did you play? Uh, I was a theater kid. That was for theater. That was for theater. They're like, we got long days of rehearsal ahead of us. Let's go get in shape. And I was just like, uh, let's let's do vocal warm ups. That might be better than trying to increase my lung capacity. No, that wasn't going to happen. That was did... in Missouri, right? Yes, that's where I grew up. We played the Rose. R I P M O. Did. Did you ever have to do – I haven't done this, but I've heard about it. Like to increase your lung capacity or or whatever, you like do cardio, you run, whatever, and then you sing while you're doing it. 
Oh, and ugh. I've, I've never, never done it. And then, like, to, like, get your... That makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense, but, like... That sounds awful. It it sounds... Yeah. I mean, I, I get winded talking on the phone while I walk sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm winded sitting here drinking a beer. Like, Yeah, geez. it's like just talking on the phone sitting on my couch the other day. I was like... <sighs> <laughs> I was like, God, maybe I need to go for a jog. <laughs> Getting uh, getting a little out of shape. So you're you're on the road full time. So what's the week off look like? Well, I still have my full time job, like okay. my day job. I still do accounts payable, and so wow. oh yeah, they're really flexible with me. So the double salary. Uh yeah, essentially yeah. <laughs> yeah. I bring my laptop on the road, and when I have free time, I just log on and do some work. That's cool. Do you have a day gig, Josh? No, your day um, gig is the road. The road. Um, I mean. Looking pretty. I for write. Him. Yeah, he's thankfully pretty. it's it's you know with Priscilla mm-hmm. like it it's worked out. It's been really cool that not only did I get hired and and to play with my friends all the time and so you were out. one of the writers on her big breakout single, right? Um, not just about over you. Okay, yeah. you were um, on a couple of the others though, right? Yeah, uh, which you were the whiskey peaked mm-hmm. in high school. Another one. Um, let me guess. Um, <laughs> let me guess which ones. <laughs> and this on the Tour Stop podcast, Joe guesses what songs Josh is writing. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, so I, I'm writing actively. Cool. Um, and do you get to bring so, your guitar with you on the road? Not, I haven't been both for, for multiple reasons. I mean, partially. There's just a lack of space. Mm-hmm. You also um, just borrow one. Yeah, I there's could, like I four or five. One. Like <laughs> the the other thing was like when I when I joined the band, uh, they asked me to play bass, and I had never played bass. So, so you learned bass. I learned bass, and <laughs> I kind That's of true. just like mentally, I didn't stop writing, but I like I changed my priorities right. to just like really hone in to make sure I was good enough to just hang and cool. so now i feel like i'm back at a place where that's that's a priority again but how does it feel playing in a band where the lead singer the artist on stage is singing stuff that you've written is that is that kind of weird it's really cool and really surreal um i when we were playing faster horses this last weekend uh i got a little i got a little emotional while she was playing peaked in high school mm-hmm. and it's she that's the part of the show where everybody else in the band walks off and she plays it acoustic and you hear like thousands of people singing it back singing those words. and it's it's really surreal and there was another there's another group runaway june was standing next next to the stage mm-hmm. and we were just meeting them while priscilla's playing and i just like i walked away because i was feeling a little bit yeah. You have those pre cry cool. breaths. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But God, that's incredible. That's cool. I, I remember having an experience like that back when I was in high school. I was playing in a band back then and we played to a, a place in Columbia, Missouri that you've actually played out called Rose Music. Rose, Club. yep. I was playing at that venue and my band was playing it at the time and I think we had about a hundred people there, but we had never put a record out. It was just our friends who were coming to our little local rock shows. But I still have this memory in my head of watching myself watch the audience sing the lyrics back at me. And I was just like, oh, it was, it was like, like that. Yeah. I was like, this is the craziest thing I've ever seen that happen so cool. in my entire life. That's like, so cool. It's transcendent, man. Yeah. It's cool as hell. So it 
the CMA Fest show that you guys did, uh, the, it was crazy because the girls sitting next to me were like, just about, just about. And I was yes, like, I was like my it. friends wrote that song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's so cool. It's cool getting to see our friends. And it's something me and uh, Lauren talked about, getting to see our friends live the dream. The whole reason we moved here. It's yeah. happening. Yeah. And, I mean, for tens of thousands of people who move here, it doesn't happen. But it's cool getting to be, like, almost front row. And you guys literally are the people who it's happening to. I never take it for granted. I, I never. I, I love that. I'm so blessed. Like <laughs> This could be taken away any moment. And I'm... What's what's been one of those moments for you, Joe, where you're on stage and you're like, God damn, this is this is real. Like this is what I do. Nissan Stadium. Like I was looking up, I was like, I felt like a gladiator <laughs> in a freaking coliseum, just sitting in the middle of Nissan Stadium, looking up at the bleachers. Josh, Aaron, I saw you. I didn't see you guys, but like I was like imagining you guys. Like damn. All these people surrounding me. You're like, my friends are somewhere yeah, in this. Yeah, my friends are somewhere over there. I had a bunch of friends that were there, too. Really? Like one of my friends was um, was bartending. Nice. And he's like, oh, I didn't know you guys were playing Do you know tonight. how many people were there that night? I do not. Josh might. Any idea? I he's the numbers like guy. It was probably forty to 50,000. It was... That like, is crazy. It was crazy. So uh, I know. I've talked about it on the show before, but who else was on the lineup that night? Who were you stacked on with? Zach Brown Band. Mm-hmm. Jason Aldean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keith um, Urban. Keith Urban, yeah. Darius. Yeah, Darius, it's, yeah. It's incredible getting to just see, see the band you're playing with, like, following that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's surreal. <laughs> <laughs> because I remember playing these shows with you, and yeah. we've played rounds to people where they're just, like, on their phone, couldn't give a shit. And then there's 50,000 people watching, and you're like, oh, my God, it's happening. <laughs> and it wasn't even the first act of the night. It's uh-huh. like way into the night and it's like Priscilla and then Jason Aldean and then <laughs> Keith Urban and that's it. That's like, it. Yeah. And then before yeah. us was was um, Darius Brown. Rucker. No, Zach it Brown. Was, it was Zach Brown. Yeah. yeah. That's that's abs- oh. that's just what what everyone moves here to do. I can't put into words what that must feel like. I I can't. <laughs> we're, we're all shaking our heads <laughs> like it's ineffable that we can't put it to words. Well, hey, let's take a quick commercial break. We'll come right back with an Asheville Tour Stop podcast. And we're back with the Nashville <laughs> Tour Stop podcast. Uh, we've got Josh Beal and Joe Bart Shout in out. the Hi. studio. I call it studio. It's, it's a generous term. For it's this. a studio, man. The walls are padded. It's there's, a studio. There's 45s lining this one. Don't this, let anyone disrespect you. This it's is a studio. Vibe. Yeah, I mean, there's a like 45 of Evil Woman. There's Dream On right here. Dream yeah, we got a bunch of cool stuff up on the wall here. The record wall. I like this a lot. The Tour Stop Neon sign. Yeah. That's one of the coolest things I've ever wasted money on. Oh, you you bought it. Okay. I, I didn't know that. someone gave you it as a gift or... Man, that would be, that would be a kick-ass gift. Mm-hmm. A neon sign. So I've thought about the day of like when I could open up my own bar or venue because i mean nashville tour stops perfectly named to be yeah. a yeah to be a venue because i think it would be great to do like hard rock cafe has venues in all these places yeah. like why the hell not wouldn't we want to bring a nashville show to all these places yeah. mm-hmm. no, that's... house of blues hard rock cafe nashville Yeehaw, tour stop. motherfucker mm-hmm. <laughs> i'll come so uh what's your favorite part of being on the road joe legitimately being in a band and hanging out with all my friends that's legit my favorite part of being. It, I love a simple answer like that. Yeah. You don't have to. I mean, I would. I almost said you don't have to wake up in the morning and go work for the man. But <laughs> <laughs> I still do, man. Josh, do you have a favorite thing? I mean, 
it's it's either getting to be on stage with my friends making music, which I feel like is the dream. Like more than anything, like just making music with your friends full time is the, is the dream. Other than that, it's just being with my friends yeah. all the time. I love that you just keep using the word friends because that's literally all this town is about. Do yeah, you, it's about relationships. It's, yep. And uh, I think that's something that funny that happens is we meet all these people who are transient from like New York or L.A. And they, they're trying to do the thing here just like everybody else. But they don't understand. It's like, ah, oh, I've got 100,000 followers on Instagram. And I'm like, cool. I don't care. Good. Do you have do you have six friends in town that want to come hang out? <laughs> if, I didn't understand the importance of networking when I moved here. It's almost I, more important than writing good songs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Being if, a good hang. If you're not out at on Demumbrian or out at just anywhere tour stop that's... or anywhere just like hanging out, meeting people, talking about what you do, what they do, and taking an interest in other people, it's not. I used to go every Sunday. No yeah. core taps every Sunday. R.I.P. R.I.P. But I was there every Sunday, Aaron. You already know. Yeah, I think uh, the first time I met you, you were wearing one of your Joe t-shirts. I had to have been. <laughs> you have one, don't you? I have. I do have one. It, when I, when you gave it to me, it was too big for me, and I've grown into it. Okay, hey. <laughs> I've, I've had plenty of beer. I've got all, your, all the so sizes. I so. earned it. I there earned we go. My, I earned my Joe when t did you, When did I give that to you? Was that Juju's music video? I can't remember. I can't remember either. I remember you just threw it at me, and then I had it. I remember now. I think it was at the Cambria. That sounds right. I, I mean, it's one of those. Just your guess is as good as mine at this <laughs> point. So uh, Joe does have the uh, most deceptively simple and recognizable merchandise. Dare I say, in Nashville? I, uh, Josh, I can mean, you confirm? I, I'm biased. I can confirm. Whiskey jams, hats are. I mean, you're wearing the BNA hat right oh, now. Oh snap! I'm wearing one too. The Nashville carpet. You're wearing a whiskey jam hat, but like. It's like Whiskey Jam's merchandise is classic, but if somebody doesn't know what Whiskey Jam is, they'd have to ask. But if they saw Joe, they're like, hmm, okay, that guy's name might be Joe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, period. And Jake, wear, Jake, wear, Jake will wear it on stage. Jake will wear it all the time out on the road. And everyone's like, oh, is your name Joe? Ha-ha. And he'll be like, no, that guy is. <laughs> <laughs> so how did the Joe t-shirt come up? So back in the day, the band was just me, Priscilla, and Sarah. Mm-hmm. And we were playing three-piece, Sarah on guitar, Priscilla singing me on cajon. Sarah and Priscilla had Thelma and Louise shirts, and I would just wear a plain black shirt. So one time for Christmas, Sarah got me a shirt that said Joe. So Sarah right. Jones is the originator of the Joe shirt. And I would just wear it every gig I played, no matter who I was playing with. And then people started asking me, oh, where can I buy this? Can I get one from you? Blah, blah. So I started, started getting them printed and selling them. <laughs> that is the origin of the Joe shirt. And, I mean, if you're in Nashville and you're listening to this and you've seen that shirt, now you know who it came exactly, from. Exactly, baby. That's me. I wear that Joe shirt all the time. Yes, let's go. I wear, honestly, I probably wear your shirt more than I wear my own merch. Oh, <laughs> see, I, I don't have any Nashville tour stop merch. I, I mean, I've got all of my merch right behind you. You guys can snag hats, shirts give if me, you want. Give me one, I'll wear it on the road. I know the guy. Yeah, damn right. I know the guy. I keep the books. I make that t- I make that joke all the time at people uh, because they'll come up to me at the shows and be like, oh, I would love to play. And I'll be like, I know the guy. And they're like, oh, who is it? 
It's like, oh my god, it's me. I was just on stage. Did you not hear me yell, yeehaw, motherfucker? Did you not hear him yell, all roads lead to the Nashville, Nashville tour stuff? Damn right, babe. Oh, <laughs> what? I, I mess it up sometimes deliberately because everyone knows the line is uh, all roads lead to Nashville tour stop, but I'll be like, all roads lead to Nashville bus stop. Wait, <laughs> I miss being. At Nashville Tour Stop, and just right after you say that, I'll, I mean, you hear, you used to hear this every week. It's like, how? How do all the roads lead there? It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait until someday when I do open a venue, and then somebody's like, I got lost. <laughs> all the roads were supposed to lead here, but they didn't. <laughs> also, it's like, you said it was right off of Old Hickory. <laughs> side note on that idea, I keep thinking, honestly, I feel like the first time I heard about the Nashville Tour Stop, I thought it had something to do with the trolley or the bus <laughs> that went through. And so, l- legit, when you open a venue, you need to make it one of the stops <laughs> on yes, the I tour. Mean, it needs to be a stop. <laughs> yes. So the trolley thing has actually come up before because uh, I used to do all of my billing through QuickBooks. Mm-hmm. Uh, RIP into it QuickBooks. Yeah, hey, I used to have QuickBooks. Because uh, when I signed up and I started sending invoices, uh, my account got flagged. So I had to work my way through the ranks of people at QuickBooks because they thought I was trying to double charge people for the Nashville Metropolitan <laughs> Bus Service. <laughs> they, they legitimately thought I was a bus line. That's hilarious. <laughs> and I was like, why the fuck would you think that? And they're like, well, we saw a tour and we just assumed it was a trolley. I was like, did you even go to my website? They're like, no. I was like... Go to my website. And they're like, sorry, we already flagged your account. We can't take that back. What? I was like, I was like, I'm a concert promoter. That's just what it's called. And they're like, yeah, that's not our problem. You can change the name of your business if you want to have an account with oh us. And I was like, God. you can get fucked. That's stupid. It's so stupid. Is it still National Tour Stop? Or you just got rid of I just got rid of QuickBooks. No, it's called uh, Nashville Tour Bus now. Hey, it makes sense. We I'm All roads lead there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, here, Joe, I know you drank uh, your beer and... Uh, before we got on, you opened it I'll open prematurely. Would you like to open a, a beer on the mic? Premature bush ejaculation. You want to you want to open a beer on oh, the mic? I you would. don't you don't have to open a second if you want, but oh, no, we've no. got we've got plenty of uh, plenty of bush light here for it. Are hit we... it! Hit it! Hit it! Boom, oh, baby! That was how sweet go. the sound. That was smooth, amazing dude. grace, my guy. Scintillating. <laughs> so we've got bush light here. We've got. Uh, Nelson's Greenbrier Tennessee Whiskey. They don't even advertise on the podcast, but I just really? talk about it all the time. Yeah, it's what so I asked for. It is, in fact, what you asked for. Nelson's Did you know that this is the fifth legally sold whiskey in the United States? What are the other four? Pre-prohibition. This is the only single-digit whiskey that's still in production. Single-digit whiskey. I don't know what that so, means. Look on the bottom of the bottle there. It says DSP5. Okay. What does that mean? Distilled Spirit Pen, which is the U.S. government registry number that the original owner of the distillery got to sell oh, his whiskey. Oh, that's crazy. So it's like the so fifth. It's the fifth legally registry. served whiskey in the United wow. States. That is wild. Wow. See, that's that's why I love. It's good shit. That's why I love this shit. Yeah, so if you start looking at these bottles on the shelves now, you'll see these numbers. I'm going to look. There's another very popular one that I'm contractually obligated not to say the name of, uh, but it's your uh, they they ha- Greenbrier has a slogan called "Green is the new black," oh, and gotcha. it's uh, number okay. seven. Oh, gotcha. Okay, like a turnpike yeah. song. I'll cut it out. <laughs> this is Jack Daniels. Yeah, 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 number seven. But 
Greenbrier is the oldest available Tennessee whiskey. Let's the go. The oldest whiskey. Let's go. Available. So what That's happened what I love. is Nelson's Greenbrier. <laughs> <laughs> what happened is Charles Nelson the first opened the distillery. I think it was 18, 1869 or something, and uh, it closed for prohibition. And then it was closed for however the fuck long that was until 2015 or something. Really? When, when his great-great-great-grandsons reopened the distillery. And because they're a direct descendant of the original patent owner, they got to keep the number. That is crazy. That is Isn't awesome. that cool? That's so, so cool. So the Tennessean back in the 1800s posted the recipe of the whiskey on the front page of the newspaper. It's just like that was something people did. Giving away just patents. Like, Here's how we make it. <laughs> It's like, can you imagine Coca-Cola having that? Just like, yeah. here's our secret recipe. <laughs> Whoa. So they found an old, like, archive Tennessean and just literally recreated it. So they laser scanned the bottle, completely recreated the label and the recipe. So this bottle and this recipe inside is exactly the same you would have tasted in 1870 or that whatever. That is wild. It's crazy. And that's why I love Nelson's Green... (laughs) (laughs) And that is why I love Nelson's Greenbrier Distillery Tennessee Whiskey. Trademark. (laughs) You could just make that whole explanation a commercial. And we're back with the Natural Source Stuff Podcast. (laughs) The past 10 minutes have been one long. Oh my God. Uh, So uh, we've talked a lot about the music business, but what do you you guys like to do when you're not... Uh, grind in the music gear. What is what has life been like for you? How did you get into this? What what what's life like when you're not just music people? I play kickball and soccer. Really? Oh yeah. I play soccer you're a, every you're Sunday. You're a leg guy. Oh yeah, dude. Leg day every day. Just <laughs> kidding. Look at these guns, mate. <laughs> as he he says, as he flexes his calves. Arr, look at this gun, baby. <laughs> so you're a kickball and a soccer kickball, guy. Soccer. Have you ever gone to the Nashville SC games? Oh my god! I'm going Saturday. I've never been to the new. I've, st- I've never been to the new stadium. Every weekend or show game I've been here, I think I've been to like four or five now at the new stadium. Hell yeah! I brought Josh to his first. Nice. You should yeah. come on Saturday. That'd be fun as hell. Come. I, yeah. I got my tickets already. So, Josh, I, uh, you gonna come I went Saturday? to one at the old uh, right, Nissan at the old Nissan Stadium. I went to one at the Nissan, but I I haven't been to. How do you say it? Gatus, Jettis, Geodis? G- I think it's Geodis. I freaking love Nashville Dude, it's SC. It's so nice. It's so it's so awesome. It looks it looks pristine. Like no legit. I love soccer. Nashville SC is now my favorite team. It used to be Newcastle United, but it is did now. Did they still do the riff of the game or whatever, where yeah. somebody goes plays a guitar lick? That's the most Nashville thing ever. Dude, and then freaking the first game of the season, uh, Judah and the Lion just sang after the like they had a concert cool right after. <laughs> Josh, what are you doing when you're not on the road? Um, I yeah. chill. Uh. Are you a are you a myladiums guy? Are you going and running up and down the the bleachers? I'm not. He's been working out though. I have been working out. That was what what I was gonna say. Recent, like the past few months, I, I think like anybody, like I'll go in and out of like being in the gym hardcore. But like if I get past that two week mark or so of like getting myself into the gym, forcing myself to go, uh, taking some more caffeine when I don't have the energy. I almost get addicted to it. I'm and addicted. So I like I'll go four or five, six times a week. Okay. And I've been I mean, I've been working hard. Yeah. Um I I started back like two months ago, I was doing whole thirty. 
and I did 30 days of really, really strict dieting, no drinking. Like no sugar, no alcohol. Yes, he did and, that. And everything else. That sounds brutal. On the road. I couldn't do that. During CMA Fest. Wow. Like, I won't do that. It, so it was, it was not, I mean, it wasn't fun. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I got into it because I wanted to boost my immune system and I wanted to, you know, lose a little bit of weight and stuff like that. And towards the end of that, I was like, I mean, why don't I start is working out? Is that like out? 75 hard? Priscilla sort did 75 of. hard to start really? the year. Yeah. To start the year. That's crazy. And what I think is even crazier about 75 hard is that it's like you have to read every day. And then it's yeah. like exercise twice a day. And then I'm like, who? She was getting those done on the road. That's we were on crazy. the road with her and she was doing her two exercises a day. So me saying I don't have time is bullshit, right? Hey, man, you got to make time. <laughs> you make time, baby. Yeah. I, uh, I'm not a morning person Same. i am you are i am are you a morning person no. mor- like i am the morning of morning persons what time do you get up um sometimes 5 30 oh god Ugh. like barf i'll get up at 5 30 i work in franklin like my day job is in franklin so if i have to go to the office i'll wake up at 5 30 go to the gym for like an hour hour and a half and then go to work jesus that sounds brutal my last day job i worked at a car dealership in service department and i had selling a service i had to start at 6 a.m and for a while i was going to a group workout at like 4 30 in the morning yo okay and don't brag don't oh i'm not bragging i'm just saying it was brutal awful plug the dude if you want uh, the big Vinny. yeah that's right what we're getting at here is that you guys are both better than i am hey I mean, I wasn't gonna. <laughs> yeah, like, I wasn't gonna say anything, but it's kind of true. <laughs> no, but I am. The I'm. I think I'm the only one in the band that's a morning person. Yeah. Well, Joe is like the ultimate morning person. He he doesn't just wake up and is is like awake. He wakes up and he's like he's I'm like Joe on level. I'm already 10. Joe. Like he's he's not allowed to drink caffeine most of the time I, because I am would, not allowed to have coffee on the yeah, road. It, it's, wow. it's very true. It is a thing. Are and you for real? If yes, you allow dude, me to have coffee, coffee is the only thing that gets me out of bed in the morning. See, I don't need coffee to be Joe. Like <laughs> it's like I wake up in the morning and like every, I I play the game sometimes I say I play it. People ask they're like coffee or booze? You have to give up one. What would it be? And I'm like <laughs> I'd give up alcohol first because the first thing and the only thing I look forward to at the beginning of the day is having a cup of coffee. <laughs> coffee smells good it's and so it tastes good, but I just again on the road I'm not allowed to have it. If you, the person who lets me get coffee has to sit next to me in the van. Mm-hmm. Do you just get like really riled up? Oh my god, yeah, I'm like 11, 15, <laughs> 22. Like, you're not a coffee guy, Josh. Oh, I am. You are. Yeah. Okay. Is is you can corroborate as Joe. Uh, Fucking nut job. I don't know. Shit coffee. About coffee I, I can probably count the number of times I've seen him on coffee because he's n- literally not allowed to have coffee. <laughs> that that's how big of a thing wow. it is. Yeah, it, though it's a it's a known thing in the band. Probably in like block party band. That's folklore. crazy. Mm-hmm. But Dude, no, no Red Bull. No like I I've never had an energy drink on purpose. Someone's handed me a Red Bull vodka, but I just didn't know, and I was like. You're like I feel this something. This is the greatest thing I've I ever had. Stuff. I'm drunk and I'm awake. I can feel thing. I can feel it pulsing through my veins. I'm like, what is going on right now? Yeah, you go to Broadway and you're like, I feel like a god. God, I love Broadway. I, I love Broadway. I have a mixed relationship with Broadway because I have to like gear myself up for it. But if I have the right headspace for it, I'm gonna go do Broadway. You know Meg Riley and Layton. Yes. Layton so me, 
Meg and Layton used to go to Broadway every Wednesday night wearing Joe shirts. Really? And it was called Girl the First Shots on Joe Night. <laughs> Until the pandemic, we'd go every Wednesday. So uh, Layton got me saying a phrase, uh, boy, howdy. <laughs> That's so Layton. It's, I don't know if he came up with it or if he heard it somewhere, but I heard him say it once and i cannot not say it now i've said it on the podcast before oh boy howdy like that sounds great one time layton randomly had a gig at tin roof delray beach in south florida and i was visiting my parents and so i was like oh i'll come watch layton play and so like he was he was playing with uh, sam rife do you know sam sam Rife? sounds right he was playing with her, and he was like, you want to sing a song and so i came on stage and i was just singing like newfound glory Mm -hmm. i just hopped on stage and then Meg, his girlfriend, was also playing in South Florida, so I watched her They're play, so too. They're so cool. I love them so much. I used to be Meg's drummer. Really? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I've seen, I mean, I've seen Meg and the boys. You were one of the boys? I was never one of, mm, I was early the early, boys. You were one of the early boys? Yeah. Yeah, that's what Meg's band is called, Meg and the boys, right? Yeah. Yeah. I've, I saw them play, I've seen, I mean, I've seen them play a dozen times. They've played tour stop, but... They're so fucking cool. All they they're they're just like us. All they want to do is sit and hang out. Yeah. They just want to be your friend. And that's why I love this town is because there's people who are like out to get you. Like, ah, oh, I gotta I gotta be the next big thing. And it's like, man, just just be cool. Dude, mm. the tide rises cool. together, man. You gotta help everyone. Agreed. You that just, you don't be a dick. I think you're the one who said that to me, or Kate said that to me. A long time ago, five or six years ago, she's like, "The tide rises together. You got to help everyone." At each, help I each hate, other out. I hate that phrase, like a rising tide raises all ships, but it is true. I I think I've heard it a different way. Is like when you were talking about like watching your friends come up, like mm-hmm. that people come up in Nashville in groups. Like yeah. yep. you see, like your class. Ever so often, it, like, that's what I call yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> you, you ever so often you you hear about like. Oh yeah, Jason Aldean and Miranda and so and so were all like around the same time Early period. 2000s. They all knew each other in the same group. They all like saw each other play. They, they were playing the writers, whatever. And Priscilla and a lot of our friends have all kind of done the same thing. Yeah, and that that's fucking cool. So we have a lot of listeners who are. Uh, let's say fresh off the boat, really, really new to playing. Uh, do you guys have advice for people who are trying to either be touring band people or write songs and get cuts? Josh, like, what what's some advice you can give to people who are who are new? I mean, either one of you start. I don't. Care. We talked about this earlier. Go to everything. Like, right. go to mm-hmm. every writer's round. Go to every whiskey jam, Nashville tour stop. Like again, I said earlier, I went every Sunday. Yep. And so I would just I was playing with rant like people that I never met before they were like hey man you play drums i've seen you play drums before why don't you play drums for me and so i was getting my like experience mm-hmm. done that and then um what you got josh i mean that's number one like my biggest regret from i moved here a long time ago and i i wish that i had gotten out of my shell like i was the quintessential introvert insecure artist and i I could create in my own room and with my own small group of people, but it really took other people pushing me. Dude, to you've grown so much. I love it. So I like, much. I mean, I remember the first time where I, you know, like I, yeah. the, the first time I forced myself to go out finally, and this is like <laughs> three, four years ago, max. Um, 
because otherwise other people, I would just go with other people. Right. And finally I went out and I walked into Live Oak and Joe was standing there. He's like, what are you doing here? Exactly. <laughs> I had never seen Josh just hanging. It was either Josh doing a gig and then he'd peace. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just like going out and meeting people and taking a chance and like growing your, your family in Nashville. Yeah. Being seen is, yes. is so important. Yeah. And I'm for me, I'm not a singer songwriter. So I was just going over and say yes to opportunities. Yep. Like yep. you can learn you can learn anything from any gig. Yep. Like you can learn at least one thing. You'd be like, Oh, I should have done this better. I should have done that better. Oh, I need to listen to this more, that more. Like I said yes to like every gig that I was asked. I have been in that I position, that exact position with Tour Stop because in the early days, uh people weren't begging to have nashville tour stop shows it was me begging for anybody yeah. to let me do it and if somebody was like hey do you want it yes yeah it it didn't matter where it was when it was or what it took to make it happen i was like just let it happen yeah mm-hmm. and then also don't be afraid to ask because if you don't ask the answer is always no i always say that on the road when i'm talking like about girls Thank you if you don't ask the answer is always no that's actually how I approached dating for a long time. That's mm. how I do it right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like my friends are like, bro, she's out of your league. And I was like, well, I can't date her any less than I'm already yeah. not dating her. Why exactly. the hell wouldn't I go ask her? It's like, I mean, and I've heard from girls before. It's like, no, guys don't go and hit on them because mm-hmm. they're like, they're, I don't want to say they're, quote, too hot. But, like, guys are intimidated by that. So they just don't go say anything. Yeah. So then all these really attractive girls are just... Waiting. Alone. They're just alone. They're waiting, waiting for the some guy to just be like. They're waiting for Josh to show up at the bar. They're for like, the hey, first babe, what's going like... on, girl? <laughs> and then, and then the the only guys that actually approach them are the assholes. Mm-hmm. And so, damn, that disrespect you've given me today. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you say, guys? Do you want to have another Greenbrier? Let's Joe? do it, baby. How are you feeling, dude? I'm ready to go. Let's hit it. Take some shots, dog. Joe, you've been a, I a love Demun- Broadway. You've been a Demunbrian rat for a long time. Right, uh, Josh, where where did you get started? Because you uh, you've been here since '09. You said 2009. So where were the places before that were like the hot spots, and where are you hanging out now? Okay, in the beginning um, was the word. And the word, <laughs> and word was, was with God. God. And the and word was God. <laughs> you guys know I, the Bible uh, way more than I do. Christian school. I remember that. <laughs> I did not. Uh, this, I think that's literally like the first verse of the Bible. I first verse of John. Good for you guys knowing. Okay, I did one, not one. know that. It looks like I was I was wrong. I got kicked out of church. I talked to Josh about my favorite verse all the time. It's oh. when uh, Elisha. Because <laughs> uh, I, I think it's funny. Elisha, he was a prophet, right? Yes, he was. He was walking around. He was bald, and all these kids. There are forty-two kids. I think there were 42 kids. They were like, they were calling him Baldy. They were like, hey, Baldy, hey, Baldy. And then Elisha was like, why, God, why are they calling me bald? And then Elisha called upon God. And God was like, I'm going to fuck these kids up. And he sent two she-bears, not male bears. Oh, my God. Two she-bears killed all these kids because they were calling Elisha bald. And I always tell Josh, that's my favorite Bible verse. I wish we could see a transcript of the Bible. So it's like, so like John could be like, that's not what I said. <laughs> That's Anyways, I'm going to cut out the blasphemy. Sorry, Grandma. Um, <laughs> Josh, you're talking about places that were uh, once the places you were uh, hanging out and now where you're going to be 
like hitting it lately. Um, <laughs> uh, when I first moved to town in 2009, we would go to, I don't know, the Commodore. Uh, 12th and Porter? 12th and Porter. Shout out. 3rd and Lindsley. Ooh, that, 3rd and Lindsley was where I played one of my first really like cool shows. Was that like one of the first like bigger, like cooler shows that was, that, that meant something to you? Yeah. Like I, I had moved, didn't know anybody. Well, I, I knew some people in town. I moved here with my best friend from college. I was just trying to get my way around and I met this guy randomly and his girlfriend had moved here from California and it was kind of in a slump and, and he was like, can as a favor to me, can you write with my girlfriend? And it turned out that like, I, I don't know. She was just, she was super cool. I ended up becoming really good friends with her and her roommate and her roommate now, her former roommate and I are now like super close, like brother, sister. And, but we ended up opening for jewel at Thurn Lindsley. Right. Back in the day. Um, there was a place called the Rutledge, which was my absolute favorite. I remember the Rutledge. Where, is the Ru- yeah. Where was the Rutledge? Where Martin's Barbecue is on mm-hmm. third, third oh, or fourth. Oh, okay, okay. Yep. Now, on like Korean vets, like right, um, right yeah, off Yeah, right off there. Like that. RIP. That was the best sound for a writer's round still that oh, I've snap. ever heard at any venue in Nashville. So great. The people were great. Um, the rounds were consistently like high level. Um, Why are you yeah. disrespecting wherever Aaron plays now, or wherever Aaron has the natural <laughs> tour stop? Now? I'm just come find me. It you know, but um, now I mean, it, it, most things are on Demumbrian, yeah. other than a few choice places like the local or. And see, we we talk about that, but there's honestly there's really not that many places left. No, there's maybe a dozen like songwriter. Like just venue venues left. Yeah, all the classic places are closing. Douglas is yeah. gone. Yeah, R.I.P. Belcourt. R.I.P. Belcourt. Oh, R.I.P. Belcourt. But I mean, so I I've been talking about it for a while, and I've been thinking honestly about doing a a series on it called "The Death of the Indie Venue" because Nashville is becoming so touristy and so corporate that we're kind of losing the heart and soul of what makes Nashville Nashville. Yeah, and it's songwriters. And as much yeah. as we want to love chicken fried. I love chicken fried. I do love chicken fried. I sang along to every fucking word when you put Zach Brown on that stage. Fuck yeah, dude. I'm not above it. But there's all these venues that are incredible that just can't compete with chicken fried. Yeah. No, I, exactly. For the lack of a better term. It's like it kind of sucks to see these places that we love hanging out at just biting the dust. Well, it's not. It, it's not even just Nashville. Like I've heard about, um, what L.A. There's there's some big. I don't know like, shit about L.A. I, d- I don't know a whole lot. <laughs> about I mean, about L.A. I don't know I, shit about L.A. But I I remember I I just recognized the names because at some point during 2020 when it became apparent that a lot of businesses were going to close, right? Uh, there the, was the temperature some, was changing in Nashville very fast. Yeah, yeah and there true. were. There was some an exit in was featured in this thing, but there were like oh that video. There was like a live stream from different uh, like indie venues around the country, and exit in was one of them. And there was a big one that had started, I think, in the eighties in L.A. Um, and there were all there's all over the country, but uh, I I know that at least one like really premier 
well-known venue in LA is closed that's similar to Exit Inn. Like, it's is that the Viper Room or that, oh, that's what it, that's, that's what sticks in my head. It's one of those Sunset yeah. Strip clubs, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I was afraid to I say the wrong which name. One it is. Yeah, I, but I know what you're, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. It it's like it's it's if sad. you're from LA and you know, right? Yeah. Him. Hey. Yeah. Message Aaron for the engagement. DM Joe. Hey, <laughs> D- hey, anyone, ladies, DM me. Tell your mom. I'm single, babies. <laughs> but you're saying, Josh, these places. Yeah, these places just they keep closing. It's it's sad. I know. They're building new hotels everywhere, and yeah. there's venues inside the hotels. I think the MGM Grand is building mm-hmm. something here, and really, they're gonna have some big venue Four inside seasons. of it. Amazon's really? building an amphitheater, and have you seen this new development called Nashville Yards? So I remember when it first happened when they tore down the old like Lifeway, the or Lifeway Tower, yeah. That they were so, talking about this. There was gonna be a park, and there was gonna be a venue, and so at this new venue, the Nash, that's gonna be in the Nashville Yards, they're building a full new amphitheater. We're going to have an entirely new outdoor amphitheater. Did COVID, like, delay it? Because I remember it being yes. a thing. Yeah, so COVID delayed, I mean, literally everything and probably yeah. still yeah. shit. Because but... I used to work downtown. I remember, like, we were like, hey, it's going to be blown up, blah, 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 Yeah, at my office in the Fifth Third building. Yeah, so that whole Nashville Yards development is going to have a venue. And uh, do you know uh, Holye, John Hollier, as I call him? I don't. You don't? Should don't I? think he he might not be in your radar. He's a tour stop regular. He's played his pictures on our wall here in the office. Oh. He's he's played some of our biggest shows. But uh his wife is an architect for the new River North development that's going in oh, up by Top Golf. Oh. And the property developers were asking her as an architect, like, what kind of space does Nashville need? Do we need restaurants? Do we need retail? What do we need? She goes, we don't need any more restaurants. We don't need any more retail. And very ballsy so. She's like, we need 100 capacity concert venues. Fuck yeah, dude. So, Thank God. Mrs. Holier. Yes, Mrs. Holier. So there's a chance that <laughs> in this new development, we might see actual concert venues. Because that's like again. the Oracle thing. Right? Yeah. That's, like- that ex- that's exactly what it is. Right up there by Topgolf. Because we are losing all of these places that we grew up wanting to go to and yeah. craving the stages and it sucks seeing that that kind of I don't want to say culture but it's dying the Belcourt tap scene is dying and like Live Oak still has its scene Tin Roof still has its scene yeah. but there's things about these places that people don't want to go it's, to we were talking about it earlier it's like that's where you network that's where you meet your tribe like that's where yeah. you your class that you rise up with is those small venues mm-hmm. and that's why uh, like Douglas Corner Cafe was where Garth Brooks and Trisha Yearwood got their feet under them oh, no it's way. like did you did you know garth brooks was getting ready to leave nashville before uh he started being in the douglas corner scene i did not know yeah. that he almost quit music and then he played one of the shows at douglas corner and it went really well so he's like i guess i won't stop so these venues that are for us should be for more people but it's like they don't realize – the city doesn't realize how important yeah. this is. Dude, if all of that stuff disappears and it's suddenly only 500-plus venue – like, in capacity venue, like – Nashville's going to die. Like, what how you gonna do you do it? You're going to have to go to, like, Bellevue to play at, like, random-ass like, I've been talking for a long time about how we all the musicians should just move to, like, a small town. Like, let's move to Idaho. It's like, I freaking love Idaho. Let's start new Nashville. Rent's cheap. Boise's tight, dude. Yeah, let's let's move somewhere new. Let's move the music industry somewhere else because 
it's not it's not the fact that these venues are here. It's the people who are writing the songs that exactly, pack the venues. That's dude. it. So if the people who pack the venues live in Sioux City, Iowa, yeah. people want to go hear them there. Yeah, no, you're right. Josh hey. Beal writes Priscilla Block's next, next number one. She's going to go up there. He's going to play it, and people yeah, are going to be right, like, baby. oh, shit, I remember seeing that yeah, song right, up there. Baby. Dude, Sioux City, Iowa. They've got a good hard rock cafe. You Let's go to that. Sioux City. I, I played you played there, there and you <laughs> asked me to play drums there, but I was like, oh, I'm busy. Oh, you, you yeah. yeah, you and Austin. Open. No, 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 no. That's Iowa City. Okay, Iowa City is cool. Iowa City, okay, Iowa. Okay, It'd be know crazy shit. if there was an Iowa City, Missouri. University of Iowa in Iowa City. Shout Have you ever thought about Hawkeyes. the city names in different states? Like how bold of them it is to just call like, this is Paris, Tennessee. Dude, they have a freaking... This is Mexico, yeah. Missouri. Yes. Is there a Mexico, Missouri? There is a Mexico, Missouri, a Cuba, Missouri, a Versailles, Missouri, not Versailles. Oh, my God. There's a Versailles, Kentucky. There's, uh, I think there's like eight Pawnee states, if you've ever watched there's like, Parks and Rec. Yeah. It's like Pawnee, Indiana, Pawnee, Missouri. It's like, they Andalusia. ran out of names. Andalusia, Alabama, when in Spain, it's Andalusia. <laughs> it's crazy. I yeah. almost moved to Spain. Before moving to Nashville, I was either going to move to Nashville, Sevilla, Spain, or Boston, Massachusetts. Really? I was going to mm. teach English in Spain. I knew a friend in Boston. Who are you? Dude, I just... I just like having a man fun, of a baby. million lives right I over here. Thought, <laughs> I almost thought English in Spain, and then Priscilla was just like, "You should move to Nashville with my drummer." And I was like, "All right, I guess I'll do that." <laughs> I just quit my job one day and just moved to Nashville. That's like that's kind I, of what I did. I I told my boss I was quitting. I worked at a candy store, and he's I like, knew it. He's like, "Why are you Why are you quitting?" I worked there for almost ten years. It was a big big deal when I quit. He's like, "What's going on?" And it's like, "Is there anything I can do?" I was like, "Man, I'm moving to Nashville." He goes, "That's the shit. Do that." Mm. And he bought me a bunch of beer. So. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. That's the kind of stuff we would need to do. He should have bought you liquor. He should have brought you Nash- <laughs> Nelson's Green Bar. <laughs> brought to you in part by. <laughs> well, guys, we've bantered a lot today. Let's bring it home. Uh, yeah. We have been on tour. You guys have been on tour with Priscilla Block. Um, we've talked some about that. Do you guys have dates that you want to plug for Priscilla before we just get to you all? Josh got it. I mean, we're getting ready to kick off the second half of the the Welcome to the Block Party headlining tour. We're going to fucking England, bro. Yeah, we're, that's the shit, man. We're going to the UK for a week. Uh, the UK and Ireland. Ireland. Hell yeah! Um, and so huge country scene there. Yeah, I know it's wild. That's going to be awesome. Uh, and then we come back and we spend a good six, seven. Eight weeks, whatever it in is. The fall, this fall. This fall. Um, we do some dates with Lady A, Parker McCollum, Party, John Party, and then we do a whole bunch of headlining dates. Uh, so check the website. Uh, check our socials. What is the website? PriscillaBlock.com. Also, Priscilla has her own socials, but right. we as a band also have our own socials. So yes, I have followed Shout both. out Sarah Jones for running uh, that shit. <laughs> at Block Party Band. Yep. Uh, and uh, watch the Instagram lives from the hotel room. Dude, oh. Again, I'm making my hot pockets in the microwave and I'm going live, <laughs> baby. I chimed into one of those Instagram lives. You did. And uh, I, I asked, it was like, when is the ice cream tour of America <laughs> coming yes! back? Yeah. And she's like, I'll break it back just for you. And the next she day did. she posted it. Okay. She did. No lie. We played Faster Horses this last weekend and we're standing on stage doing a uh, sound check. And Sarah looks over at me. She's like, do you see what I see? I was like, I, 
I don't know. What? She points off way in the distance, and there's a little ice cream stand. She's like, right there. Ice cream. <laughs> I missed this. I, like, I have to add that to my Instagram. <laughs> Dude, no, Sarah's the queen of like running accounts. She runs so many accounts. She's so cool. Sarah Jones is cool. You should have Sarah Jones on this podcast. I would be delighted. Sarah, if you've made it this far, I'm going to Venmo you $5. <laughs> Just do it. Without giving, like, without any context. <laughs> Venmo, Sarah Jones, five bucks. She's like, the fuck did Aaron Venmo I will give you her Venmo because I Venmo her every month for rent. Just, <laughs> just, just put, like, in the tag, like, uh, figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> it's a joke, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> no, 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 for real. Dude, everything for the bit, baby. Everything for the bit, baby. So follow Block Party Band on the Instagram. TikTok, uh, Instagram. Follow Pr- uh, Priscilla. They check the website for the tour dates. But uh, Josh, Joe, tell people where they can find you online. Where can people find you uh, What's your name, if Josh? they want to keep up with you? At Josh Beal Music. Beal, B E A L E. Think Beagle without the G. May or may not have a shirt off. Who knows, ladies? We, we've been shirtless the entire time. Damn right, babies. I don't know any other way. Except for Joe. It's my dad bod, man. I'm always pantsless, bros. I am always ready to show off a little flab, but no Dude, ab. Hey, I am not embarrassed about anything. <laughs> Joe, where can we find you? So on Instagram, it's Joe Bart Drums. TikTok is just Joe Bart. Shout out for getting the first Joe Bart. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, for real, though. If people want the Joe merch, is that available anywhere? I have some in stock. Just DM me, babies. You can get the classic black Joe t-shirt. Yeah, you can. Is it in uh, all uh, lowercase Arial? It is all lowercase. It is. I don't even know what font because Sarah made it. Something like that. <laughs> it's not Times New uh, Roman. It is not Times New Roman. It's not Wingdings. It'd be funny if I had a Wingdings version. That'd be hilarious. Yo, what the fuck I'd would Joe even be Wingdings? That, that, that's your spinoff version. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's your Frasier to, uh, to cheer. To cheers, yeah. But y'all, you can follow the Nashville Tour Stop on Instagram and TikTok, Nashville Tour Stop. Check out our website, NashvilleTourStop.com. We have our full events calendar there. Come hang out with me. Come see the folks on stage. Who knows? Someday you might see Joe and Josh and Priscilla again. You might. And we don't, don't forget, have it on the calendar, but there's there's no way that it won't ever happen again. I might even sing. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Zach Brown would say who knows. That's one of his songs. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Bringing it back, babies. But uh, you can also follow me on Instagram at the Aaron Shield. But more importantly, please do remember that all roads lead right back here to the Nashville, Nashville Tour Stop. Stop. It's crazy. Yeehaw, how do we do it? How do all 